Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, welcome back to the show with the boys. We're on the internet, and we are here to talk some havoc. Ooh, my name is Kerbin Johnston. I'm Sunil. I'm Chris, and we are here to entertain you. Before we jump into the program, please like and subscribe right now. If you're watching on YouTube, if you are listening on a podcast app, please leave us a really good review. Even if you didn't hear the show, just say like, "This was the best show I've ever listened to." <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Let's get into this. Let's do it. In 2021, more people made money on OnlyFans than 2020. Mm-hmm. I thought after the pandemic lightened up, people would have been like, well, now I can just go outside and see girls. Mm-hmm. Nah. But that's not what happened. Nope. So the report is Black China, Tyga and Rob Kardashian's ex, ex and mother of their kids has made $20 million monthly doing OnlyFans. You saw Crazy Face? His eyeballs came out of his head. That's been nice. $20 million a month. Now, I'm going to say this right now. Cap. Yeah, I don't believe it either. But I don't think it's 200000 a month either. I don't think it's that. Yeah, you think I it's think in the it's, middle or you think it's lower? No, I think it's, it's something. I think gap. it's in the millions. No. Really? Monthly? Million? Yeah. No. It was monthly. It's kind of you don't think like I mean, for them to surprising. put twenty million out there means that something's coming in. You telling me the girl who got three cars repossessed this year <laughs> because she said that her baby daddies are not supporting her and she's broke and she had to go do celebrity boxing uh, to make under a million dollars makes twenty yeah, million dollars okay. a month. Well, so here's the thing. I think that people don't realize that some of this OnlyFans stuff isn't just Black China anymore. Like, there's a production company, marketing company, all these kind of things, right? So it's a business. Understood. Right? So maybe Black China Inc. is making that kind of money, but I don't think Black China probably owns the rights to Black China. Okay. I thought about that. Yeah. And I said, well, what if? But I also also don't believe... Black China Inc. Whatever it is, is the making twenty million or yeah. whatever. Nobody's making twenty million a month. I want to. I want to put it like this, right? Okay, she earns twenty million dollars. That means you earn the government forty percent of that money. Let's just call it half. Fifty-five percent. Fifty-five percent. Okay, let's yeah. say. Let's call it. So let's, let's say. Let's just say ten it's million. Ten million. Yeah. Okay. Now you made ten million dollars. The agency is like you got to pay us twenty That's, out of the gross. So you got to pay us 20%, which so now is... you had $8 million. $8 million. And then OnlyFans has to take no, their No, no, cut. no. You said out of the gross, right? Yeah, out of the so $20 million. Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, they, okay, got, okay. they take the fees from the yeah, yeah, bigger yeah, number. The bigger yeah. number. So now that's now four. So six, now we're six, at six. Right. OnlyFans comes in and say they need their percentage. Right. Which is, I don't know, let's call it... 10? Probably, you know. Yeah, okay, just to be fair, because we don't know. Yeah. Let's call it 5%. Okay. So, so 5% of 20. Of the gross? Yeah. Okay. Is what? No. A million. So now she's down to $5 million. Right. You think that girl makes $5 million? You think that girl makes $60 million a year? No. But if you do those numbers based off of a realistic number, I think that makes more sense. 
So like, let's say it's ten million. Ten million dollars. So then do the we do, we do You're the math probably backwards. walking down to. So then she's making, you know, a couple hundred thousand a month. I could see that. I could see where she's netting for herself something around five to ten million a year. Okay, I'm gonna read this off to you. This is from EarthWeb Top OnlyFans Earners Chart 2022 and how much they earn. All right, number one is Black China at twenty million dollars a month. Her monthly subscription costs nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Number two is Bella Thorne, eleven million dollars mm-hmm. monthly. Her subscription free. So you're telling me that Black China is bigger than Bella Thorne? I'll continue. <laughs> Next is Cardi B. Her subscription is four ninety nine, and she makes nine point four three million dollars monthly. Cardi B got OnlyFans. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Interesting. Why she needed OnlyFans for? Why nine not? nine point three million dollars a month. That, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Fair enough. Fair enough. Tyga. His is uh, twenty dollars a month. He makes seven point six nine million monthly. Mia Khalifa. Oh, she back on it. Yeah. Oh my. Wow. Uh, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's reruns. It's reruns. <laughs> oh snap! I did not know that. I thought she was quit forever. I but I think she was getting hustled by the game. Now she could control it. Maybe she went back on it. That's true. That's crazy. Okay. But she, th- she might not be having sex on it, though. Yeah, so she might be showing her toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, man. It is. It's very popular thing. Listen, man. I don't, I, I don't judge. I do think it's weird. So I'm judging. <laughs> hey. uh, <laughs> I don't judge you. I just think it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Okay. So um, she makes $6.42 million monthly. Her subscription rate is $12.99. Mia Khalifa, one of the biggest porn stars of our generation, makes less than by channel. Yeah, like 50. Six, 60% less Yeah but that makes sense though right Tell Because me why. you could get how much Mia Khalifa for free That's old stuff Why well, she got a new job And I don't think like Here's the thing like when things are more Harder to get Like there's free stuff you could get Black China right but You know maybe I, like once again I don't believe that any of these numbers Let's get to the meat and potatoes yeah. We don't believe it because we don't think Black China is that fine no, I don't believe it just because I don't think that she's making a quarter of a billion dollars Facts. off of OnlyFans. That's what it is. It's not that I don't I, I, I don't think that I just think all of these numbers are just like the Forbes numbers. Those aren't real numbers. Yeah, they're football numbers. Yeah. Like when Floyd Mayweather says he made two hundred million for a fight, that's not true. Right. You know what I mean? It's just it sounds as good, right? So OnlyFans would love to put this out because what's it gonna do? Make you wanna go do it. Exactly. But look at this. Bad Bobby, 52 million annually. Erica Mena, 4.49 million. I mean, come on. PM me on so far. <laughs> bad Bobby. That was baby. Baby. Oh, bad baby. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I, was, I thought you were talking about bad bunny. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's the way she spells it. Bad Yeah. That's true. Um, Safari making almost two. Uh, I, I just. Come on, y'all. Do, do you think we're dumb? Do you think we're mm. customers of Bank of America? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback last week's episode. Thanks right. for listening. Okay. No, but, but I do think that they're making good money doing it. I don't think it's $20 million a month. Maybe one. Maybe her first month she came out, maybe it was close to that. Because, like, didn't they say that Bad Baby made... $52 million annually. Well, but in her first, like... Day, day she or made something. She made like six million, wasn't it? Something no, like one that? million. Oh, yeah. And then oh, like, um, what her name? Bella Thorne. Didn't she like shut down the website when she opened? Yeah, like, she broke the internet. internet. So it's it. like I think that like initially. Listen, man, the website still works it. really good. I can guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been testing it every day for science, but <laughs> it works well. <laughs> but when you heard this story, other than the cap, like, what did you think about this? Cap is what I thought That's about it. I just said, "Ain't no way anybody's paying how much? Uh, Twenty million dollars a month for she's not even famous on her own." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who is Cardi B? Cardi B is famous. Nicki Minaj is famous. Yeah. Um, but they're not. Mia Khalifa is famous. But they're not. Um, they're not 
they're not get taking dick on it. You don't know that. Cardi B is married with the Cardi kid. B is not, but uh, well, we don't know. But uh, <laughs> now we don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> but like Ruby Rose is on there. She makes probably good money on there too. But she should have. She's probably. not like she's not like taking dick on it. She's like hooking up with girls on it. We know Tiger China. was. Tiger is. We know uh, Safari was. We know Erica Mena was. I didn't know Erica Mena was. Is she? That was his girlfriend, and they were making videos yeah. together. Or his wife or whatever. Yeah. So, come on. And Erica Mena and Safari are the same level of famous that Black China is. Kind of. Tell In me the more. way that I don't Look, know. Black China, yeah, yeah. Black China has a Kardashian push that people don't understand like, and realize. What they don't even is. like her. Yeah, but still, she's a part of that realm. She was in the show and all that kind of stuff. So, the amount of fans she made on that from all over the world. Is is different than Let's see how many followers she has Because she's had her own TV show and it got cancelled That's fine but all of that Isn't about All of that isn't The same I guess Realm as what Sex work is 16.5 million million Followers on Instagram So What is Let's let's calculate calculate what 20 million is just based off of subscribers. So 20. You remember how many? How $20. Much it costs? 20. Oh, damn. Okay. So she needs 1 million subscribers. She has how many followers on Instagram? Yeah. $20 a month. She has 16 million. Okay. So she only needs a small fraction of that. She needs 1 million people to pay 20. $20. But then she probably has the DMs. and the, yeah, yeah. We're just going if it's straight off of that. So she needs 6% of her Instagram following. To, but to, we know Instagram only shows two percent of your followers. Your <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, it's a very small percentage. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like six percent of your Instagram following do like pay that, and we know it's, it's a less pretty than good that conversion because, rate <laughs> because <laughs> that's just that's just to get on. Then you got to pay for like the the sex videos probably aren't in that. It's probably just the nudes or whatever. It's probably more paywalls. Then you gotta pay you gotta pay for the special videos. You gotta pay to DM or you gotta pay for all this kind of stuff. When you hear this, what do you think of? Because I had a very different thought when I saw her. Yeah, I need to hear that. What did you think when you hear OnlyFans? Because she's not the only one. The teacher that turned she was a teacher. She turned to OnlyFans. Her story just came out that she's saying over the past year she became a millionaire off of OnlyFans. Really? Yeah, that's nuts. There's a big. There's a couple of Big Brother players that ended up doing OnlyFans, oh, and they kind of said really? the same thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I know very little about Black China other than that. Well, she just looks in general, that you're like hearing women, famous, not famous, being able to become millionaires over OnlyFans. Oh, dang! This teacher fine as hell. Uh, um, good. It's just. <laughs> it's just the more. Modern uh, sex work kind of thing, and that's what can you do? You know, I mean, the difficult thing about that is that sex work is illegal, but if you have a camera there, it's not right. I don't know. So, I'll read this the OnlyFans teacher named Courtney Tilia says, I'm a millionaire now, big switch from my teaching days. Former teacher turned uh, uh, OnlyFans model claims that she hit a millionaire status after ditching the classroom to focus on her explicit online content. Courtney tells M- 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 well, TMZ she's racked up more than a million uh, dollars between her three OnlyFans accounts in just a little bit more than three years. And she has zero regrets about the dy- dramatic career shift. So you want to hear what I thought when I heard all of these stories? Tell me. There is no lonelier species on the planet than a male human being. That's what I thought. I was like, it is crazy that, you know, that there's an industry for these girls to go out and make even if it's not millions, let's say hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. <clears throat> because there's men that are so desperate in their real life that they have no shot to in their mind. They have no shot of ever talking to a girl that looks like this, talking to a girl that would do these type of things and all this kind of stuff that they're willing to pay their money to the point where there's this many that girls are changing their whole tax bracket in their life over 
OnlyFans. And to me, I was like, wow, that's really sad. Right? Because mm-hmm. I'm somebody who um, never has purchased. Well, I lie. I purchased OnlyFans for one month for a girl that I thought I knew. But I thought it was her. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I've never purchased OnlyFans because um, one, porn's free. <laughs> and two, um, you know, I... You know, I, I get to talk to girls in real life. I get to like have, you know, intimate stuff in real life and all that kind of stuff. But um, there's a lot of guys that just don't have the confidence, don't even see a path to being able to like talk to a woman in the way or ever get anywhere close to what they're seeing on these sites. Mm-hmm. And girls are making millions and millions of dollars off of it. And I, I'm not shaming them or down like, great you know if it's legal and you could do it and you could you know it's not something that i would want my sister my girlfriend my daughter like whatever to do but that doesn't necessarily mean my morals have to be you know your morals if you you make a lot of money um off of it good for you i'm not i'm i don't want i wouldn't want to stop it let's just put it that way but um but yeah i found it really sad so i actually don't know if i would consider these men lonely Okay. I think I would consider them just addicted. Okay. Well, you know, because there are plenty addiction, of men. Addiction comes from being broken. Right? Maybe, so, maybe. yeah, nobody's a healthy addict. Nobody's uh, uh, addiction is there to replace or fill a void, right? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I think that it's coming from a broken place, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's mostly a male thing. Like, if you would put, mm-hmm. put out who are the... Um, percentage of male uh of demographics of only fans mm-hmm. it's probably gonna be like 99 percent men yeah you know what i mean so yeah. like so i do think that you could extrapolate there's some gender differences there as to why why it's there yeah i um, i'm really just surprised that it lasted more than 2020 i i don't i don't see why it would and didn't they want to change it to no Explicit, yeah, no explicit material they after wanted, a while yeah. for like two days yeah. they tried to and then they, they realized like, oh, they would lose a lot of money <laughs> I actually don't think it was even a real thing really so I just, don't think so probably just to give it more publicity yeah 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 yeah. 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 I, uh, yes what, to what you're saying but I also kind of just feel like um, there is a sense of thrill that comes with being like oh my gosh I've seen her on Instagram so many times and I've like visualized her naked it's like going to the virtual strip club. You just hear they're telling you what you want to hear. Exactly. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Here's some money. But like, I think OnlyFans is even deeper than that. Right. Because listen to what Sunil said. He got it because there was a girl that he might have known. Yeah. There's like a thrill in that too. Like just a chick in my class, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. I can finally see that. You know, and it, not, <laughs> in a, not in a like way that she wouldn't like. She right, wants right. you to see it. So you're like, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that but, wasn't my thought process. My thought process was like, what is she actually doing on here? Like, it was more cool. for just entertainment for like, yo, I, I, I like. But How did it was, you find that? Huh? How did you even get to it? Um, Somebody sent it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. That's uh, usually I hear about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody so, doing that kind of um, But, you know, I have to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I think that a majority of the people that are doing this are like lonely guys that are like. I get to, you know, I have to, I pay $5 to, then this girl will message me back. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll never, they would, like, they don't have that opportunity elsewhere. And, you know, a lot of these girls know how to play the game and, you know, make these guys feel special and all this kind of stuff. They're so, like, devoid of emotion and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Like, they understand how to just play the game. Mm-hmm. And they are able to string these guys on and get more and more, more and more money and more and more money. And the reason why I know about it as well is because, like, Andrew Tate was mm-hmm. t- used to do this stuff with, before OnlyFans and all this kind of stuff. And he was spitting the game, like how they were able to string guys that would pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars just for the chance to like meet the girl and then never even get a chance to meet him. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like that only came from the desperation of these men that, you know, were would give up all of this kind of stuff. And you only do that when you don't value yourself. 
mm-hmm. right? If you had standards for yourself, if you valued yourself, if you were confident in who you are as a person and, and, and what you believe your worth is, you're not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to get some girl who may or may not be giving you attention. You know what I mean? I don't know, dude. I think that there's a little bit of a thrill in it. I don't think I don't think these girls are making the type of money because of the thrill, bro. It may not be everybody. Yeah, but I I'm can... talking a majority. Mm. Do you feel like a majority of them are going like these are guys that are getting laid all the time and are just like, oh, it's just a thrill to see this girl, or you know, while they're still getting laid on the side, or it do you could think be because these girls that are you like think that's a majority of the guys. Well, here's why I say this. Instagram has nothing but a bunch of Instagram bad girl, bad girls, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like gorgeous beyond belief and blah blah blah. And girls follow them just so that they like have something to aspire to or whatever. And then guys follow them for the exact op- opposite reason. Like I just hope you post another picture of your butt, right? And I just think that if you see Chantel Jeffries enough on Instagram, or you see Julia Kelly enough on Instagram, and you're just like, she's so hot, I just like. I would do anything to see her naked because she's so next level hot. You know, most guys are just like if they're sleeping around, they're sleeping around with just like, you know, regular looking girls that are in their city or whatever. But they're not they don't have that experience of like those almost perfect women who they see on Instagram day in and day out. It's just burned inside their mind that maybe I'll never be able to see them. But then they get the opportunity. And then they're like, I have to take this because inside of your mind, deep down, like you said, porn is free. Why can't somebody go watch porn? Well, the reason is because there's no attachment to that girl. If you keep seeing them on Instagram over and over and over, they keep posting pictures. So sexy. They're so gorgeous. So there's all of this like it's unattainable. Exactly. But that's what that's my point. My point is that it's like the same type of unattainable. I don't think would be flipped the other way. Mm. I don't think you could have an OnlyFans for Brad Pitt and he's making the type of money that just, a, let's just not even say Brad Pitt. Let's just say an average Instagram dude. Why aren't they jumping on OnlyFans? A lot of them are. Why aren't they? The list that you just meant, the only person that was a male on that was Tyga and he's having sex with and other Safari. Girls. And Safari. And, he, and that too, when he because he was partnered with Exactly. But the reason why I'm what I'm I do agree that it's mainly the the thrill of men exploiting what men like most. And we're all physical creatures. So versus a woman, I don't think the platform really um, markets itself to women, because if it's mainly suggestive or sexual things of what like it doesn't touch. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's girls on there that only that don't even do, do sex. They're like pleasuring themselves. They're like, yeah. you know, just posting pictures, twerking, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And guys are willing to spend money on that. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not just a thrill. And they're monthly subscriptions. They're not just go- doing it. They're they're paying the 20 bucks and then they're tipping them for mm-hmm. a conversation. Mm-hmm. They're buying the extra videos, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like. That's a broken dude, bro. That's not some. I, I'm not going to disagree yeah, with that. I'm, I'm that's just not that just there a might thrill. Be a this this is they are having an imaginary relationship with these girls because they're not having a real relationship outside of their life. Because if you were having, I don't care how good looking these girls are, if I'm having a, a fulfilling relationship outside, like I'm not paying money to to um you know go on OnlyFans and all this kind of stuff. Like that's a that's a broken dude, you know what I mean? That's that's doing that kind of stuff. Is it this is the person same the same type of broken if they're a porn watcher? Yeah. Hmm. I think so. I think so. And I and the same type of dude that's cheating and the same type of dude that's, you know, having sex with hookers and stuff like that. It's hmm. all the same, like, you know, type of 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 thing, I think. Hmm. Um I just think that like OnlyFans probably has a majority of guys that aren't in relationships that are doing this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I think there's a lot of, you know, quote unquote, you know, the kids in the basement, you know, that like all that kind of stuff that are just like devoid from relationship, devoid from the world, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And they have a chance to do all that kind of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, and, and, and like I said, like that's where, you know, to, 
to transfer over to Andrew Tate, who like just got banned from everything. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the principles that he talked about was like, don't watch porn mm -hmm. because it, it, it affects your ability to understand, like to have relationships. It affects your ability to have like, um, sexual connections with people mm -hmm. because it's kind of like you just get desensitized by everything or you have this unrealistic expectation of what sex is going to be like and all this kind of stuff and it makes you just like a weaker person mm -hmm. right and so you know that and that's kind of where i you know i guess whatever people agree or disagree with Andrew Tate. I like the Kevin Samuels. I like the Andrew Tate. I know that a lot of people look at them and, you know, they, they, they choose to maybe focus on stuff that could be a misogynistic and all this kind of stuff. But I think a lot of what they say is stuff that isn't mainstream for men and they need to hear it mm -hmm. because I think men as a, as a gender are, if you look at men in 2022 versus men in 1990, I would say that we're weaker as, as a, as a gender than we were before because of a lot of, um, core principles that men used to have before and now like questioned. So do you think Harry Styles is a real man? I disagree with, I mean, look, he's a, he's <laughs> no, but I think it's a thing because this dude comes out in a new dress every single day. Like the clothes, clothes he's wearing, I think should be on girls. And yeah, I think that that's, I mean, I, we're free country, it's free world, do whatever you want. I just don't understand what, why we need to break down those type of gender. I think there's, I think the negative, the, the negativity of toxic quote unquote masculinity gets um, hyper analyzed and mainstream where people are like, yeah, it's negative and all that kind of stuff. But I look at that as a negative too. Mm. And I think that's um, affecting society in a negative way, just as much, if not more than like the ultra extreme toxic masculinity, which I don't agree with. I agree with masculinity. Mm. I think a lot of that, what is, should be deemed as masculinity gets thrown into toxic masculinity depending on your agenda and all this kind of stuff but men walking around in dresses to me i don't understand what how that benefits society other I, than it's just their choice right i personally think that when it, you see a celebrity who is trying their best to be different mm -hmm. it's fake that's just how i feel I, I feel like if I seen and I just learned who Harry Styles was last week. Um, you didn't know about One Direction? Proud of you, bro. I didn't know he was a part of One Direction. I also don't know a One Direction song. I like know. <laughs> I bet you do. The group. Yeah, I know. I turns out I know a Harry Styles song. Yeah, but I wasn't like totally sure. Yeah, you who didn't. He have, is. Yeah, he, you know. So I just learned about him last week, and I see him in the dresses and stuff, and I just don't believe that that is what he wants to do when he wakes up in the morning and he says, which dress am I going to wear today? I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I think that there is, um, a shock factor to it. There's parts of it that like people are going to talk and people are going to hate. And when there's hate, there's help. Mm -hmm. So the Calvary has to come down to protect this weak person because they did something that is slightly different than what everybody else is doing. But do I think, think that's that the same agenda thing that do you well, think is positive? Well, one second. I think it's the same agenda that like Lizzo has when she she does things that she purposefully knows will upset people. Like when she took her panties off and it was like a weird video to watch. Mm -hmm. Everyone who like says anything bad about it um, also will get met with somebody who has to say, no, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She could do this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like a piece of. Her marketing strategy. Right. Or like twerking with her butt cheeks out. Yeah. Like it's just Staples a stuff, piece like of like, how can I get these people to talk about me? Right. Um, and it's not new. Uh, um, when they asked Dave Chappelle to wear the dress, what, what did he do? He said no. He said no. Right. But Martin did it. Right. Uh, Eddie did it. Right. All these other guys did it. But do I think that they are like in an agenda or they're gay or whatever? I think mainly they're just like, how can we get people how do we get this checked? Yeah. To, yeah. How do we get people to be upset about this? Because emotion is a profit. Like right. emotion is a, is a, is a line item. But my question to you, Kelby is because I do agree with that. And I do think that some of these guys that are falling on toxic masculinity 
are doing the same things. I think that Kevin Samuels said a lot of crazy flagrant stuff, things, yeah, yeah, flagrant things for the same reason why maybe Harry Styles is wearing a dress mm-hmm. or um, or um, Andrew Tate says words things and says the flagrant stuff um, the same way that you know Lil Nas X is mm-hmm. making out with the dude on stage or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, or Bob Bonley. Yeah, Bob Bonley. My question is, why is only one side get? get the um the praise no get the praise and why is one side get the ban well because um (laughs) because they control how you think but what i'm saying is sorry i didn't mean i just saw a tiktok on this where the guy was like what happened to men who go to war when men were men and And then the guy shows pictures of people in the renaissance and like the medieval times and they're all wearing all the kings look at all the pictures of the kings they're wearing skirts they're wearing dresses they're not dresses but like big poofy things things. but but that was the the culture back then okay so let me also restate that let me also just restate that because i did see that video and i kind of had a problem with it because it's not apples for apples it's like apples for cake go ahead the thing is when the guy originally made this statement like men in the men in the past who used to like fight and go to war and all this stuff compared to purple haired men today. He's not necessarily talking about this man wore a suit and this man wears purple hair. He's talking about the culture of the man who is like, I'm going to go out and kill a lion or kill a bear for food for my family. And the guy who's like, in a certain sense, an emasculated man who doesn't have the, the ability to provide or protect the guy who, the guy who responded to it and showed uh, um, men wearing robes and things like that is completely on a different level because the very first image he showed is a guy with a weapon in his hand. Yes, he is potentially wearing a robe just like Scottish people wear kilts. Do you want to fight a Scottish man? Right. Probably not, right? right? It's just a part of their culture. So we're not necessarily talking about the garment itself we're mainly just talking about what is the what do these two things represent there is a guy who in the past could kill a shark and then bring home the blubber to do whatever you want with it versus today's man quote-unquote man is like not that same thing so i do kind of have a a, an issue with that video because he's saying he showed a, a picture of jesus at the very end where jesus is wearing a robe i don't necessarily think that 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 means anything you know but but the underlying thought process of it has nothing to do with the clothing. It just has to do with our the men. Then, then there's, there's your argument for the other side though. So then I don't understand why the issue is that they're wearing dresses and all this because stuff. Because it's what if it's representing. If he's comfortable in his own sexuality to wear whatever the fuck he wants, then that's it. What sure. do you want to do? You know? Sure. But I think that that also sets a negative. What I'm saying is I think that degrades society the same way that they're saying the other extreme degrades society. And it's not looked at as that, right? So, for example, you could look at Indian clothes. Like, we have this thing called lungi, which mm-hmm. is that basically tying, um, tying like, fabric around your, your, your waist. So, it looks like a, a skirt, basically. Mm-hmm. That's for men. Like, men wear that. Right. I'm not, but that, that, to me, isn't a... That's not a man wearing a female garment to make a point that I could wear something that's meant for females. Right. And I don't that's, think that's their point. Do you think Harry style? That's Harry Styles point though. Yeah. So he, I, I, from what I understand from it, he's trying to break social norms to say, why are dresses only for, for women? He's trying to make it so that like men could wear female clothes. Well, I think this kind of takes us know. back to our, to our conversation about like manly men and mm-hmm. feminine women. Mm-hmm. I definitely believe that there are social norms. You know, every country you go to has their thing that's this is fine. And in another in another country, it's not fine. So an example would be like when I was a kid growing up, I was a part of a religion. I am part of a religion where um, certain cultures would think that men with long hair dreads Mm -hmm. or braids is like a no, no. But if you go into like a Jamaican community, that's a totally fine thing inside the same religion. Right. So. That is why I brought up the Scottish point because it's like, exactly. yeah, they're yeah, gonna wear totally. a kilt, but when a woman wears it, is it a kilt too, or like, are there kilts for women? Is there are there kilts for men? So it's not totally fair to say that because people are wearing things that are similar that that 
they now represent a different thing. But in today's society, it does oftentimes feel like, and this is where it's like hard to confirm because these people are not necessarily telling you their gender, uh, not their gender, their agenda. Just like, unlike Jaden Smith, who's like, oh, I just want to castrate myself. You know, it's stuff like that. That's like, this is kind of odd. But when the men are going against societal norms in this country, they're, they're essentially making a message and it's kind of up to us to figure out, well, what are you trying to say? Are you saying that that men should be women? Are you saying that I'm a man no matter what? What Like, what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. I ultimately think that they're not saying anything at all, which leads to conversations like this, where right. it kind of confuses people as know. like, what are you yeah. trying to right. do with this? You know, and then you get people who are on the on their side. Like, I love the fact that he wears a dress. He does. He's not too manly for this. I'm going to support him. Then there's the other side of I don't like the fact that he's wearing that dress because clearly in our culture, this is made for women. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but you're not quite expect you're not telling us the information that we need. So I think that's where the the tough part about it is and why it's kind of good to have a conversation about it. Right. Because some of these guys, I truly don't believe that they are who they present themselves to be. Right. I think 90% of the, of the people that do that and don't say anything, I think they, that's on purpose as well. That's just, yeah, it's just leave it an open discussion. Mm-hmm. We're in a controlled discussion place like this here podcast. Hey, we can talk openly about it, but yeah. if, you but know, I also the wrong, think, oh, sorry, the, sorry, the wrong person says the wrong thing to the wrong other person, then it starts a whole thing. Phys- physical yeah. thing, uh, yeah, confrontation. Yeah. Well, I, th- I just, uh, my whole thing is I just would rather see balance in the media or the society or whatever that, like, if Harry Styles could wear a dress and be fine with it, which, whatever, I'm not saying he shouldn't be able to wear whatever he wants to wear. But if he has the freedom to do that without any kind of like jeopardy of losing his platform and all this kind of stuff, mm. why does the other side who has a problem with it? Yeah. Mm. How, why does their opinion now deplatformable? Like why, why can now Twitter and Instagram and Facebook all decide that Andrew Tate shouldn't be able to say what he believes because he thinks that wearing a dress feminizing men all that kind of stuff is actually leading to the degradation of society mm-hmm. right so i think that and his thought his thing is he's more like into the traditional like at the end of the day when you when something's going wrong and you need uh you need someone to protect you whatever are you calling harry styles or are you calling andrew tate mm. the guy who's trained as a you know uh, a kickboxer world champion in the gym every single day you know knows how to fight all this kind of stuff and i'm not maybe harry styles knows all those things too i don't know but i'm just saying like most of the time you're looking you're you're not you're calling the strongest person if you want you know like if we were to be like i need somebody to fight for me you're not choosing the weakest person you're choosing the strongest person mm-hmm. to fight for you mm-hmm. but then that same aggression and work ethic and discipline and all that kind of stuff that it takes to become that strong person is considered toxic Mm. because no, it's not is they're just very, very, very different cultures. And it's a very different upbringing between. So like in this case, like the artist versus the athlete kind of thing, right? Those are such different upbringings. And I've seen both, like with friends and family and all that kind of thing it's such a different different world that it seems foreign to the other side to the point that it does start confrontation and it does like this is the way i know it this is the way i learn it i'm not changing my mind about it you can't make me and it's coming from both sides and then people butt heads and then nothing nothing leads to anywhere and unfortunately, one side gets the shit end of the stick for it. But, mm-hmm. but, but you know, I've had people that have told me I'm looking to, um, I would, I want toxic masculinity, quote unquote, to be rid, rid in like be gone in society. And but I don't know if like the the so called toxic masculinity people um, are sitting there being like, we need to rid the world of. You know, these guys that are wearing dresses and guys that are, you know, ultra feminine and all this kind of stuff. I think it's just like now it's they're attacked, like for saying these things. Kevin Samuels got attacked for, 
you know, saying that women should understand what their what their value is and stop thinking that they deserve the top one percent of men when they're not the top one percent of women. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's logical. That doesn't. That's like me thinking that I deserve to make as much as LeBron James playing basketball when I'm not as good at playing basketball as LeBron James. Like nobody would look at that and be like, "That's so." mean for somebody to say Sunil shouldn't be making a billion dollars like LeBron James makes Mm. because I can't play as well as him right Mm. but if you say that as as a man to say that those that same philosophy it's considered toxic let me ask you this question from a trailer I saw from the movie bros Mm -hmm. so there's Mm -hmm. a line that they say remember straight people and they're like oh yeah they had a really good run who went like essentially I think they ended on like who wants to be one of those right does that sound weird? Yeah. Does that sound weird to you? No. <laughs> it doesn't. What about you? Yeah. Why? Because it's it's once again this um I think the these type of movies that are getting greenlit that are basically like trying to dismantle what it was to be a man. Mm. And that's like it's like I'm not opposed to the message. I'm opposed to that being the only message. Because the opposite message is getting banned. But for so long, it was the other way around. Which and is then, fine. And gay people were getting bashed. <laughs> he said every, this is fine. <laughs> every movie, every TV show, every episode of every sitcom in the 90s had an episode where somebody was gay and they got the shit beat out of them. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of the exact opposite. It's, it's Why is it okay for that? Why was it okay for then for that to happen? And we say... But it wasn't okay we, but, then. Right? But... But two wrongs don't make a right. If the if it's revenge, then okay. But admit that it's revenge. It's not to make society better. To to it's not like to to go ahead and be like, nah, this should this has no place for anybody to hear this message. This is a dangerous message. All this kind of stuff, and be like, no, but all but this message you could keep forcing down everybody without any kind of objections. And if you object, we're going to try to ban you. We're going to try to make you lose your job. We're going to try to make sure your message doesn't come out. All this kind of stuff. To me, that's not, that's that's trying to that's not trying to make things reasonable and even. That's not trying to better society. That's trying to overtake society. Mm. And that's the same thing that you're complaining about that one side dominated. No, the goal should be how do we integrate all that? Because anybody saying that gay people shouldn't be here and they should just be beat up because of their sexual preference, that person's stupid. But I think that's just as stupid to be like, because I don't want to wear a dress and I think that it's weird to wear a dress as a man, that all of a sudden I should be canceled because of that. Why can't I have an opinion? I'm not saying go beat that person up with a dress, but that person, because I said, hey, I wouldn't wear that and I don't think we should wear that, like Dave Chappelle did, all of a sudden now he's transphobic, homophobic, all these types of things. Do you feel like that's what he that that Dave Chappelle is that if he that doesn't that he's all the phobics because he doesn't necessarily support the gay movement the way they want him to? No, I don't think he's phobic. I just I don't know. It's I don't know. Because I hear him say so many times, like, I support it all, but for me. Right. I just think that I, and I agree, I think you said it right. Like, I think that's the thought process is it was so wrong for so long. Now it's revenge. But nobody wants to admit that it's revenge. Nobody wants to admit that it's like, no, we want it all. We want it all. We don't want to be a part of this society. We want all of your society. And that's kind of what you were saying is like, because it was like that before. And now everybody wants to take over the other side. Well, that's just making the seesaw the other way. I don't think it's taking over the other side. It is. When I you're, think it was, when it's okay for them to pop that joke. If it's okay for Kevin Hart to say, no, stop. That's gay to his son. You know what I mean? Like it's, just, it's wait, 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 restate that. I think it's, it's okay for them to crack a joke oh, okay. as straight people. Mm-hmm. If straight people can crack jokes about gay people. Sure. That's what it is. I'm all That's about what I that. I saw it as, you know what I mean? But there's a difference between cracking a joke and then making sure that uh, Kevin Hart can't be the host anymore. Okay. I may be okay. Yeah. There's, there's a difference between um, being able to have a voice and then 
um, and then taking away somebody else's voice because I don't agree with the way they say. Like, there's a difference between being like, okay, well, um, we can make jokes at the expense of straight people. And then there's a difference between picketing Dave Chappelle, Netflix and Dave Chappelle's uh, stand-up special or whatever because it, it told jokes about me. Mm. Well, at the same time. But Nanette didn't it, get anything. It didn't stop Dave Chappelle from making a lot of money. So Absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like, but but you wouldn't see the same thing the other way without it getting, like, horrible press. Like, you, you, like you wouldn't do see that. a gay comedian making fun of straight people. And then a, and a bunch of straight people going over there and being like, this is offensive and all this kind of stuff. And there'd be any talk about removing it. And I just, I, I think that that's the part that um, realistically isn't being um, like people aren't ad- admitting that. So what would you say if, and this is to- might be totally off topic. Mm-hmm. I might be on a tangent. Um, what do you think? All press is good press is what they say, right? So would you, what do you think about, somebody like Dave Chappelle using that technique to get all the marketing, to get all the money for publicity. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I using think, it in the negative. Yeah. And I, I think when we're talking about like Hollywood and we're talking about media and, and like, you know, these kind of people like Dave Chappelle makes hundreds of millions of dollars. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? He'll be yeah, fine. He's chilling. He but I'm care. saying like, I'm saying how this trickles down to regular society. Right. Yeah. Like we saw, we saw the, that, um, cake, place that didn't that felt like they didn't want that to make they didn't want to make the cake for yeah. the gay wedding and yeah what happened to that yeah i agree with you i just think sometimes people use that as leverage and take advantage of that situation like what to get as much money as they can like yeah, a what? dave Chappelle kind of thing like oh, i'm gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah. the most raunchiest thing yeah. and get people mad at me because at the end of the day press is press yeah and i get money yeah see i look at it from dave Chappelle's trying to protect free speech yeah, definitely. No, I'm just saying. I like, think that's in, his. That's in, the hill that he's trying to die on. Right. Not necessarily. It's just right now. That's the speech that's most protected. Right. Is making jokes about trans community, making jokes about you know LGBT. Like he sees that as that's what you can't talk about. So if I'm trying to sit here and be like, nah, you can make fun of anything. Like this is who. I, this is what I'm gonna make a joke about. And so I don't think it's like. I think obviously there's part of it to make money and whatnot, but I also think he sh- believes very strongly in the absolutis- absolutism of free speech. Like he's not coming out trying to cancel anybody. Right. No, no. I was just saying in like, what if somebody like Dave Chappelle was doing that and taking advantage of that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. I don't think, think Dave Chappelle people. is doing that. Obviously. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I do think there are people that are going out of their way. Like Logan Paul, who's somebody who, um, Almost was trying to get canceled because he went out and made a a video out in Japan of of people like in a suicide, like, you know, all the suicide video, whatever he made. He's coming out and saying that Andrew Tate should be canceled. He shouldn't be platformed. His his message is going to affect the the, uh, children. We're not going to see it for generations because of his rhetoric and stuff like that. I'm like, what? The guy that that like literally. You know, it, his whole um, income comes off of social media and all this kind of stuff. It makes sense why you, you think that people should be banned or all this kind of stuff. Because if you say the wrong thing, all of your money gets lost because you get banned, right? You get demonetized. You get all this kind of stuff. To me, I just think that, like, I don't think anybody should be, like, taking away a voice unless it's actually, like, causing physical harm on people like if i if somebody's out here being like we should kill like if if hitler had a podcast and he's like we should kill all jewish people yeah yeah, yeah. deplatform that guy that's saying these people don't deserve to live or all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff but people giving their opinion on what they feel like is right from wrong i don't i don't i, I don't it's, understand it's that. a thin line it's a thin line maybe he should wear a dress <laughs> could be um these things are so difficult to grasp because there there is a large part of me that says like, hey, look, y'all said that you're a platform. Anybody can make a message on here. And unless it's like detrimental to people's lives, what's the problem? You know, but then there's nope, that's it. So I <laughs> I think ultimately these people have the power to like 
push forward certain thoughts about things and kind of shut things down that they're not really huge fans of. So now it leads into my next question. Uh, do you think there there is an agenda, Chris? Hello. <laughs> do you think that there is a gay agenda? No. I mean, what do you mean gay agenda? Like, what would the agenda be? So, um, okay. I watched Catfish yesterday. Great. And I saw three episodes with black people. Great. And all the episodes were... All three of the episodes were black people who are part of the LGBTQ community. Okay. And it just kind of struck me where I was like, oh, is this like a season of LGBT or is this just so happens like that's just the episodes? And it made me think about, I think, something 50 Cent said in one of his books about like, is there an agenda to, they say, emasculate the black man or is there an agenda to like get people to I mean, demasculate? There you go to demasculate them or whatever. Like, is there an an agenda you think that is attacking the people? Or do you just think that now there's space for more people who are within the community to just say it out loud? Exactly. That's that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's attacking anybody else. It's not telling anybody else you're not this for this, Mm -hmm. but that they have a space to to say what they feel and what they're cool with. Mm -hmm. And does it. Does uh, uh. is a gay man not a masculine man? What makes a man? You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. I think that's question to be left open. That's okay to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But just like the other side, it's okay, it's okay to talk about, but just don't be... Um, don't say anything that would be detrimental to anybody. What about that's you? It. So I, I think that the whole gay agenda is overblown, to be honest. I think I agree with Chris at a certain point. Like, it's going to feel a little bit different because it went from not being able to talk about it at all to now being able to talk about it. And so it it probably feels like that's all people are talking about because you've never seen it before the way that that, that you've seen it. Where I think that it's going a little bit overboard is that it can't be criticized. That's where Mm -hmm. I think the agenda part is there. Like, for example, um, you know, just right here in like Koreatown, um, you know, there was the uh, trans female who still had uh, her penis or yeah. And, and, uh, you know, people were complaining about because it was like at a spa, right? And there's children at the spa and she was walking around on the female side naked. And one of the patrons there complained that like my child's here, she's walking around, you know, penis is all out and all this kind of stuff. And that was like a whole thing. Like, Oh, like the fact that she got kicked out, the spa was like transphobic and all this kind of stuff. To me, that's like, that, that is wrong because at, at a certain point we can't like ignore reality. And I think in certain aspects we're ignoring reality. Like, like to like I think they're now these drag brunches are becoming more and more like drag drag like reading drag time reading to kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think parents should have the opportunity to like do whatever. Like if they feel like that's okay for their child, go ahead, do that. Like it's your child, right? But if another parent like criticized, like I wouldn't want my child to be there, to label them, hey, well you're you're some phobic because you have an alternate opinion to me that's where i think it's overboard because freedom is freedom like i don't think that people should like necessarily have to try to stop them from being able to do whatever you want to do but to a certain extent i think it's a little bit like further to whatever side is let's protect them at all costs and there's a lot of like logic and reality that's there like like we talked about the trans athletes, like the fact that, you know, the, the, the trans woman went and, you know, won the, won the competition as a female, even though she, the year before she was swimming it as a male, like to, to act like I just, to me, like to sit there and be like, that's not, that's cut and dry. Like that's a man swimming in a, in a woman's event, winning it. The fact that that's even debated to me is kind of wild. That's where I think people are like, there's an agenda because how could you discuss that? That's not what's really happening. 
I think that's kind of two different things, though. I mean, the the athlete thing, sure, that's one thing. But to be walking in a spa, first of all, I don't. Do you take kids to a spa? Is that a thing? Yeah, you do. I don't never yeah. been to a spa. So I yeah, I went to a spa and I saw a couple of kids. I know in the naked parts. Um, and then for like the drag queen reading in the library, just don't take your kid to the library. Yeah, that's just what I'm saying. But I, but they can't be. But if you. Yeah, don't criticize them for not taking them to the library, you know exactly. what I mean, for having that opinion. That's yeah. okay. But it's like the the comedian thing. People getting offended at jokes. Then don't go to the show if you mm-hmm. know who's playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So in, in that in that regard, sure, but don't, but it's not don't that criticize way, them. But that's the thing. It's not that way. Right now, if you criticize the LGBT community, if you criticize the trans community and all that kind of stuff, it's not it's 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 not okay. In society right now, you get a lot of backlash. You get a lot of hate. You get a lot of like walking on eggshells. Like we just had the president go out and say that if you're a MAGA Republican or a Trump supporter, you're like a threat to democracy like that. And I, I know that's different from what we're talking about. What I'm saying is like the like opinions. Like it, now before you had different opinions, you could agree to disagree. You had differing opinions. You could just be like. Okay, well, that's how you believe I could choose not to just deal with you and all this kind of stuff, right? Now it's like, no, you're my enemy because you think different from me and I want to destroy you. And that part of society, I think, is, you know, you're seeing it a lot when you in the LGBT community with people getting canceled and all this kind of stuff or trying to get canceled. You're seeing it in the political realm and all this kind of stuff. I think that's a very dangerous path to be on. What you're saying, I wish society was like that because I agree with you. But I, I think people aren't admitting that it's it's very far away from that. It's also sensitive because you gotta you gotta figure for so long it was a law that two people of the same gender couldn't get married. Mm-hmm. There was laws against this. It was societal Yeah, not norm, too long ago. Like, yeah, and not that long ago. So I think it's also a sensitive subject that way. And it's like mm-hmm. it feels like you wanna take us back. It might feel to somebody that they're trying to just reverse time and bring that back. You know what I mean? That's it's a sensitive subject that way too. So it's I can see both sides. It's mm-hmm. just it's a thin line. Like I said, it's a thin line. So on my end, I often feel like certain things demand separation. Okay, so in this country, there's two things that are separate. Anybody know? Church and state. Church and state, right? You stay Mm. over there, you stay over there. Mm. And then let's not cross paths. Mm. (laughs) You say that, you say, "Mm," and I get why. But ultimately, um, people's ideals are not always based in religion. They could be based in the thing that predates religion. Go ahead. The information itself. So, yes, the founding fathers did call United States a Christian society however on top of that they did say you also have the freedom to not be christian but the ideals of the nation are built in christianity so if you're islamic it's not illegal does that make sense Mm -hmm. so like the ideals of the country are built out of christianity but um but it's all ultimately parts of christianity that are apply in many religions don't kill, don't steal, um, work for what you owe, you know, reap what you sow, all that kind of stuff. Um, I say that because I see things that happen inside of the church and I grew up in the church. So it's like where I get a lot of my thoughts. And so an original thought was not um, in, in like ultimate support. But when I met friends here in LA, it kind of reconfigured my mind because growing up gay was somebody I don't know. Or even if I do know them, it's like over my head. And it's like, we don't necessarily talk about that until I came over here and met gay people for themselves. Did I realize like, Oh, this is not this like totally foreign concept of something like a gay person who lives like somewhere and I'll never meet them. Right now it's like people I know and it humanizes people. Right. Mm -hmm. 
However, I do feel like there are certain instances where, and I say this all the time, I feel like um, many sectors of the LGBTQ community knows the Bible better than we do. Because, you know, like, because somebody tried to shove it down their throat when they, like, came out or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they're aware of, like, what people think. It's not that they're not. But I do think that there are times when, let's say certain things happen in the church and it is a sense it gives you a feeling of retaliation because these this is the community that said i'm not allowed to be who i am does that make sense yeah and so i've seen certain things of like um people twerking in the church or like doing all kinds of things that that is that are obviously like disrespectful to the church but that's because Hey, if I do this, it sends the message that these people are bad. Mm -hmm. And I I ultimately would like to live in a world where it's like, hey, if you if you don't believe in what these people do, you go there and you guys separate and just like give each other breathing room to just be yourselves. But I don't necessarily know if one needs to infiltrate the other. By that, that also means the Christian per- person doesn't need to give the per- the gay person um, advice or like not advice, but um, judgment. The, no, the thing where they try to flip like them conversion. straight. Oh, Conver- conversion. Yeah, the, you therapy. don't need to give them conversion therapy. Right. You know what I mean? But then the gay, it's not the gay person's job to also tell the church member that we have to use the church for this specific reason. Because you already know that that's not their core belief. Right. So it's like the ultimate goal is to just to be able to inhabit the earth or this country or this state or this city together peacefully. Yeah. You have the right to your opinion. And just because your opinion is different from mine doesn't mean we could coexist. And that's where I think like common ground is what it is. Because I agree with you, Chris, when it's like if I was uh, if I was gay and there's anything that, you know, I've just barely got rights to be equal. I could marry the person that I love, um, you know, be able to be out and safe and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I'm starting to see more um, gay people in positions of power, Hollywood, movies, uh, athletes, so on and so forth. And then, you know, there's this strong, you know, presence of people trying to say that my lifestyle isn't good and all this kind of stuff it could i could very much so be afraid that it could go back to the other way and i get that but also you know how like you said people take advantage of of certain things Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of that going on that's being just like not discussed could be on both sides i totally agree yeah 100 yeah, yeah on both sides on both sides yeah, absolutely yeah. absolutely and I, yeah. i'm not saying the other side any either side is without right. yeah. uh right. fault right. you know i'm saying like you said like the christian religious because it's hindus it's muslim it's all going out of their way to try to dictate somebody else's lifestyle yeah that's not fair i don't think that's right, right. That's, that's not fair, that's fair. But, but, yeah. but all i'm right. saying is the other side trying to dictate somebody else's lifestyle should be just as wrong. And I think mm-hmm. that there's a little, there's not as much, it's easy to point to the religious sector and be like, you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You guys are wrong and all this kind of stuff. I don't think it's as open and people are as okay with trying to say the other side, Hey, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think is when you're talking about agenda, I think that's where people are like, yo, like let's have it on both sides. And I also think that Twitter, Instagram and the media isn't what most people think. Like, I think the, right, the people that have the boat, the biggest microphone, the biggest like megaphone, whatever, are fringe. I don't think that's what most of society thinks. I think most people can have a conversation like Chris and I and just could have, or you, you and me could have, or me and Tavares, or you know, whomever else you know comes could come on this show. Um, that that's from the gay community. Like, it's it's you can have a normal conversation. I think that media, just like you said, to get clicks, to do this, to do that, to make money, all this kind of stuff. It's easier to just be on the outskirts or the fringe of things to create the most, um, conversation and, and what's it called? Commotion and, uh, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's, that's bad. (laughs) I think it's going to lead to more and more negativity. Yeah, uh, ultimately, there has to be a place for us to all be okay together, you know, coming together. 
I um, and this is after so many years of just like trying to retool how one thinks, mm-hmm. you know, about something that you were told is wrong. This is this, this is bad, and whatever. Um, but I, I really just don't like the 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 tit for tat that that the two communities have, like the LGBT and the not LGBT. It's like, look, how about we all just play within these rules? Mm-hmm. You know, the rules are don't kill, don't steal don't you know yeah yeah, like anything like that and then like cool you know and i think that would ultimately make everything work perfectly fine but because i think that there's some enough people who want to put their finger down on you and say you're not supposed to be doing this and that like it doesn't necessarily affect them either it's it makes for the feeling that there is this Big old thing, agenda, argument, and whatever that that exists. Um, So I kind of do get your point if I go back to that line in the trailer of straight people, mm, they had a fun time, blah, blah. There is that, you know, occasional feeling that makes a person who's on the outside feel how those people felt 10 years ago or 20 years ago, you know. Um, it's also taken out of context. If we if you watch the whole trailer, like they make fun of themselves as well. Right? Yeah, they so definitely like, do. It, we're just basing it off one line. You know? Right. I, it's just because I heard the line, right. and then the I heard somebody else was like, mm. you know, <laughs> right. Right. you know. Right. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, it's an interesting response to mm. that line. Um, rough. Yeah, and I mean, I just think we should be okay with having these type of conversations, like. At the end of the day, I could tell you that these two men here are open with everybody. Like they want everybody to be happy. They're not, they don't hate anybody, and hopefully they would be able to say the same about me as well. Um, but uh, I think this is we should not be afraid to have these type of conversations. The fact that there's a fear to have these conversations is the problem yeah. that I'm trying to say. Right. So, um, you know, we would love to hear your guys's opinions on, on what you felt like. You know, if you guys agree, disagree, what parts you agree with, what parts you disagree with, um, we want to hear what you guys think about um, all the topics we talked about today. So you can do that at our Twitter, which is MOI underscore podcast. That's on Twitter. And our Instagram is MOI podcast. That's it. That's it. (laughs) One day we'll know the actual names (laughs) by heart. (laughs) That it? That's That's it. That's it, man. We'll see. We'll see you guys next week.